I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I will leave earth. Awful eager to fall for all deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders and the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Then you go for felonies. Hello, welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. With me, as always, is my wife and co-host, Becky. Today's show is brought to you by our great listener, Valerie Ann. Once again, thank you for help keeping us on the air on American Christian Network, Thursdays at 3 p.m., as well as your prayerful support to keep this show moving forward to uh, bring God's light and truth to the world. Becky, what is going on with you? Nothing. Nothing at all. All right. At least uh, I didn't ask her how she was doing. How you doing? Same thing. Mm-hmm, nothing. How you doing? Nothing. Hey, <laughs> we are so glad that you guys are listening to us here. If it's on American Christian Network at 3 p.m. on Thursdays, or if it's downloaded in your favorite podcast place, except for Apple and Pandora. Still can't figure that one out. But yeah, if you like what you hear on the show, share it with your friends. Share it on social media. Pretty sure we got our uh, Facebook for the show, Shadow Band, there was a lot of things that I wasn't seeing, so we kind of just shut that down, right? Among other things, yeah. Yeah. But uh, we still share the show on X, formerly Twitter. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to reach out, you can reach us, either one of us, on Instagram or shoot us a text, 509-818-7818. If you'd like us to talk about something, if you got somebody that's got a great story you want to get them on the air, we would love to do that. Because that's what the show is, right? Mm-hmm. God gave us a show to step out and stand out on his word you know maybe we don't want to hear if you've got some leftist organization that wants to uh yeah we reserve the right to say no to anybody hey but if you want to debate me on the air hey let's do that i'm more than willing i might not sound like a good debater but i love a good debate back and forth although odds are if you're listening to us on the radio you're probably not a leftist yep you might be some other type of ist that I've made fun of on the air before that Becky said I can't anymore, so we will move on from that. Okay. Hey, should we talk about the Bible today? Yes. All right. Becky wanted to jump in. Dumbest into... question I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. It's rhetorical. <laughs> oh. So it is a few days for Christmas, so I wanted to share my thoughts on the Christmas story. But before that, Becky said she has really been leaning in which is going to be in, in these verses, the word. Leaning on. Leaning on, sorry. Yeah, we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 3, starting in verse 3, says, Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon thy table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. You can actually read the whole chapter and it all kind of ties in mm-hmm. together. You know we love Proverbs on this show. Yeah. There's a lot of chapters that have a lot of one-liners. Mm, yeah. They're all good one-liners, but this one, I just read, I just wanted a couple of verses, but then I ended up reading the whole chapter. Mm-hmm. It's good for the soul. Yeah, if you've never heard of the challenge, read one proverb a day for one day a month. Start mm-hmm. on the first day of the month and read the first one, and then, you know, some of the months... For some reason, we have 30, 31 days, 28 days. Mm-hmm. But go ahead and read one proverb a day. There, what I like is, like, you take that, open your day with proverbs. Go ahead and read other books after that if you want. But mm-hmm. just kick your day off with proverbs and a cup of coffee, right? That's how, that's mm-hmm. how I do mine. 
and to me, it just it sets the tone. It sets uh, goals and milestones for me, if you will. Mm-hmm. To lean not on my own understanding. Yeah. Because every time I do that, bad things happen. Every time you do, oh, lean on it, your, yeah. 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 Maybe not bad, but. Things could go better if yeah. you're leaning on God instead of yourself. Yeah. Right? Yes. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. I like that too. Mm-hmm. Always show mercy. In today's world, it's hard to be that person that's showing mercy, correct? Uh, yes. <clears throat> because things just keep getting weirder out there. Mm-hmm. It's weirder is a word, right? Yeah, it is now. All right. Things are getting, people are being, becoming tougher to love. Yeah. People, how have you been radicalized, right? Everybody's seen that meme. Oh, they radicalized you. And it is, it's true. The indoctrination that's out there, it's It's tough. Mm-hmm. There's some that we're never going to reach, but we're going to have to continue to give them mercy. Mm-hmm. That says. And truth and truth forsake thee, right? Bind them about thy neck. You dug into that one once, didn't you? I don't know. Maybe. Oh. Well, didn't they would, uh, I believe the Pharisees or the Jewish people back then would write prayers and they would roll them up. Yeah, I didn't. That wasn't me. Oh. But yes, I have heard that. Yeah. Bind them about their neck. Mm-hmm. So they, they kept that prayer close to their chest. Mm-hmm. That's what you should do. You were listening in church. That's how that happened. Oh. <laughs> I listen in church. Sometimes you talk in church. What? Yeah, you're a preacher. Oh, yeah. You meant like just <laughs> interrupting whoever was preaching. No. Yeah. And But then I don't think people are listening then. When mm-hmm. I'm talking in church, I don't know how many people are listening. Probably not many. I've seen Becky fall asleep. Lies. <laughs> You're not a very good pastor if you're a liar. Oh, I'm kidding. But people do fall asleep. Well, yeah, just yeah. not me. Yeah. I try to I try to keep the inflection in my voice up and down and mm-hmm. stomp every once in a while. Yeah, you do get loud sometimes. Yep. Hey. It's fine. It's only about one thing that I ever get real. It's the one thing you should get loud about. Yeah, salvation, man. If, if salvation should really want, it should spark something in you. Mm-hmm. And it has for me lately. When I start talking about, man, I get passionate because, mm-hmm. man, it's the free gift. Yep. It's the free gift we're going to talk about here in a minute in the, the Christmas story. But that's really kindle your fire. No, I don't know. Spark stoke, the fire. Stoke, stoke the fire. Stoke the flames of fury. Yeah. Maybe not fury. Stir your water and oil. Yeah. Get it all mixed <laughs> up. Right? Like shaking up a can of soda. And then that's explosion. But then when they popped up, it just it gets you. Yeah. You know, because, man. When I look at salvation and my salvation in particular. I was lost, gone. And God still did not give up on me. Mm-hmm. So now when I share that with others, it gets me excited and it gets me rolling because I want others to feel that. That. The love that God had for each one of us mm-hmm. to first die on the cross because nothing I could do was going to get me to heaven. Mm-mm. But then to leave his word as well. Yep. And, and maybe that's where it's coming from. The more I read his word, the more I'm like, all right, here it is. Here's the answer. Here's the answer. Let me share this with people. Maybe that's why he's called me to be a pastor. Yeah. That may be. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So lean not into your... Thine own understanding. Take, that's what I take away from that every time I read that. Yeah. I used to direct that at my children. Mm-hmm. Because they are. But 
recently has bounced back on me. Oh. Maybe they're not the ones that are the problem. Maybe I'm the one trying to lean on my own understanding and be in control of everything. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work out because I'm actually in control of absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's uh, we're along for the ride. Yeah. And the sooner we get in line with God's plan and God's ride, the, the smoother the ride is. You're, mm-hmm. you're still going to have hard times, mm-hmm. chaotic times. But when you look back and you think, I should have listened to God sooner, mm-hmm. life got a whole lot easier after that, right? Yeah, usually. Yeah. In this season, we've got to remember that our Savior did. What, this is not original to me or even new, I'm sure. But... As we think about Christmas, the, the only reason for this season, don't get me wrong, I don't know exactly what day Jesus was born on, but we've decided that December 25th is when we're going to celebrate the mm-hmm. birth of our Savior. What did it, and, and I don't know all the cool Christianese either. I wasn't raised in church. That's fine. That's sometimes a bragging point. Yeah, but what I like not cool. what I saw somebody say, heard somebody say, or saw somebody post, the infinite became an infant. Huh. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not original to me. It's probably not even new. It's true. The one that was there at the beginning, the one that was there at the fall, think about the, the heartbreak on Jesus as man fell from grace with God. Mm-hmm. From that daily communal relationship with God in the garden to knowing that the fall was coming, watching the fall happen, and then watching sin Ravage the earth. Yep. Knowing what he was going to have to do. The infinite. The alpha, the omega. Came down and became an infant. And when you think of an infant, when you think of that baby that's just, well, you know, like Luke says, uh, wrapped in swaddling cloth, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's, when when you think of an infant, you think of somebody that can't take care of themselves. is vulnerable, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Jesus had to come and take on that former man and become vulnerable. That's wild. Yeah. I'm, you know, not going down a, a rabbit trail here or anything, <clears throat> but it's, it's the truth that vulnerability, if you've ever had a child or we've all been an infant, we didn't feel vulnerable. We didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he knew that he, and he had to do that to conquer the grave. Mm-hmm. He had to take that step. And so as we, we read in, you know, Luke chapter 2, that's the Christmas story, right? In verse 7, And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them at the inn. That's every, you know, that's the even the secular world knows that story, right? There was mm-hmm. no room in the inn. <clears throat> and somehow the secular world has said, well, we can have Jesus and Santa at the same time. Yeah, that I'll never understand. It's you know it is what it is. We got we got to move past that mercy, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Verse eight. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. So this, I guess we didn't we didn't continue the war with uh church and state, and Caleb. But, you know, we all have a little Bible study we go to together, and we've, we've talked about this. I said, man, anytime angels appear in the Bible, 
people are sore afraid. Mm-hmm. You know, we read King James, so it says sore afraid. I don't know what the other uh, translations say. I'm pretty sure, and I'm not being cocky. It's just that I know I'm a saved child of God. And I've probably witnessed in my former life demon possession. Mm-hmm. You know, we think that people, drug addiction makes them act away. To me, I think when you're high on drugs, you're, you're more of an antenna to allow demons to come in. Mm-hmm. Because I lived in that life, and I don't remember ever being demon possessed. But I remember seeing people do things on drugs, and I'm like, well, they did the same thing I did. Why are they acting that way? Mm-hmm. Anyways, because I've been there and because I'm a saved child of God, I'm pretty sure I'd rather encounter a demon than an angel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. Like, well, hey, because you have Jesus on your side when you're up against a demon. Mm-hmm. Angels are on the same side and they're scary. Exactly. <laughs> I don't care. You know, you take the Isaiah angels with all the eyes and the wheels and. Or the angel of the Lord here. And the shepherds were tough guys back then. Mm-hmm. They were so afraid. Mm-hmm. So afraid that it hurt. I, that, you know, I don't want to be blasphemous either. You know, I, If an angel showed up to me now, I'd, I'd get over it. But I think if you... Eventually, were, yeah, yeah. But in the moment... Yeah. Excuse me, sir. This is the scariest moment of my life. Exactly. <laughs> Demon possession, I'd be like... I know what you are. Mm-hmm. You're a liar. Mm-hmm. You're a falsehood. Get out of that person. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm some movie priest. Like I'm sure I'd be scared, but yeah, it's creepy. Yeah, it probably you know haunts some dreams, but I just I'm more afraid of angels. <laughs> <laughs> just because of how the Bible writes them, right? Yeah. Yep. You know, in, in the New Testament, there's some pretty bad. You know, Jesus cast these demons out of people that mm-hmm. are. Doing... Well, angels are a mystery. Yeah, there's not a lot about them in the Bible. It's not like you can do a deep study on angels, mm-hmm. but demons are everywhere. I yeah. mean, they. We had one at our house for Christmas dinner last year. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know who you are. Yep. I'm not even saying that in jest. I legit mean that. Yeah, it's uh, when you open your home to people. Sometimes you win, sometimes, sometimes you lose. Sometimes things get in that you didn't invite. Yep. <laughs> hey, stay vigilant. <laughs> but no, yeah. So here, here are these tough shepherds, sore afraid, right? And think about that. In the Bible times, shepherds were tough dudes. They uh, would yeah. fight wolves to save the flock. Mm-hmm. Their job was to make sure that those sheep, lambs, stayed alive. You wouldn't roll up on one in a dark alley and no. think you were going to win. I always think they would get you with that. Yeah, the hook. Yeah, the rod and my <laughs> staff. Where was it? I don't know. Angels. <laughs> they were mm. sore afraid. That's yeah, they were. Know. Verse 10. And the angels said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people salvation. Right? Mm-hmm. To who? All, all people. people. Not the elect. Yep, I'm just going to move on from that one. Okay. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, laying in a manger. And suddenly there were with the angel a multitude. My voice cracked on that one. Yeah, that's how scared you would be. Yeah. Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace, goodwill towards men. So if I was sore afraid with one angel, and I saw a whole host of angels. Right? Yeah, but they were singing. Yeah. And the angels did say, fear not. Yeah. Right? Man, 
it was just this, this year as I read this again. You know, a couple of years ago, we read the whole, we read a chapter of Luke a day with the family. Mm-hmm. Then you read the whole Christmas story in the life of Jesus mm-hmm. in the book of Luke in December up to the 24th, right? Like 24th, something like that, yeah. yeah. You know, when you go back and you read the Bible and something else, it, like, it clicks, right? Mm-hmm. The whole host, right? I bet that was bright. Yeah. Anyways. No, yeah, <laughs> go on. It was, yeah, with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God. So now all these angels, and they're saying glory to God, right? Mm-hmm. They're praising him. I don't know. Have you, you were looking at, though, you were sharing that with the kids, right? Was it over this last year? They were AI generating. Mm-hmm. Do we ever do, see one of those? An AI generated? I don't know. For that verse? I don't remember. I bet you they'll put one out pretty quick here, though, if they haven't already. Yeah, hey, hey, AI, did you hear that? Go ahead no, and do yeah, that. they did. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did. They probably heard it before you even said it out loud. Yeah. They heard it in your head. Yep. I'm not so afraid of AI. <clears throat> I'm a little creeped out by AI. Yeah. The story I was telling you the other day. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which is the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe laying in the manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad and saying, which was told them concerning this child. They couldn't keep it quiet, right? Mm-hmm. So you think about that in Jesus' ministry 30 years after this, you know, as he does a miracle, he says, you know, it's not my time. Don't, don't, don't go noising that abroad. It actually started all the way back here. Mm-hmm. In Bethlehem, when the shepherds, they said, well, wait up, hold on. Angels told us, this is our Savior. So I wonder if there was people the whole time Jesus was alive that knew because of these shepherds that the, the Christ, the Savior, the King was on earth, but they didn't know who he was. Because he grew up, right? He, mm-hmm. Right after he's born, to save him from Herod, he's, Joseph takes him to Egypt, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. So there, to me, as the Bible says that the shepherds, right? Am I? If I'm not reading this wrong, this Bible's hard to read, and I don't have my glasses on. Because you're old. They made known abroad, right? Saying which was told to them. Verse eighteen, and all they that heard of it, heard it, wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. Well, there it is. Wondered. That answered my question. Oh, good. But no. It, it's just another cool view of the birth of our Savior. There was people that, that's what this is telling me, there was people at that time that knew the Savior was there. Mm-hmm. Maybe they got to see him as a baby, and then he was away for two years. Their hope lied in Jesus. And maybe once the you know his ministry, his earthly ministry started, they were able to, what would you say, they were able to, to rest easy knowing the Savior was there? I don't know. I don't know, it's just... It's a, it's a different time than we live right now. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a- like uh, <laughs> Mary gave birth to the Savior of the world, mm-hmm. but only lost him once. <laughs> mm-hmm. That story will never get old. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> thanks to our boy on that one. <laughs> she only lost him once. Hey, good for her. Hey, congratulations. You only lost the Savior, savior. once. Mm-hmm. She was a young bride. For a couple days. She was young. <laughs> more, more than twenty four hours. Yeah. 
That's fine. He was about his father's business. Yeah. Woman, I was about my father's <laughs> business. Yeah. Verse 19. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. I think that's where we need to pick up the ball, right? We didn't see the birth of our Savior, but if you're a saved child of God, are you praising him? Are you glorifying God? Are you bringing honor to God? You're right. That's what glorifying means. Mm -hmm. To to make something look good is to glorify it, I believe. Mm -hmm. I know I have done some things that don't glorify God, and I repent for that. Mm -hmm. But I, I... I pray that my life, when someone looks at it, they said there's there's something weird about that guy. Maybe not weird, maybe different. I'll take weird. All right. Because in today's world, I want to look weird. Yeah. I want to look different. Well, yeah. I want my speech That's what to be I just different. Just said. Well, yeah, but different. Weird and different. <laughs> it's okay to be weird. Yeah. When so, when you look at the world and you see what normal is, listening to Taylor Swift. Very and, true. You know, okay with the garbage that is thrown at you, mm -hmm. the degradation and the sacredness of life. And I'm not talking from just in the womb. I'm talking we have devalued human life. Yeah. And it's sad. Mm -hmm. it, it's to me, it's very sad. I don't, you know, I'm a big old softy as I get older. Mm -hmm. I'm anti-war. I'm pro-life, mm -hmm. meaning let me live, let you live. Yeah, today I was just discussing with my coworkers. One of their family members was pro-Nikki Haley, and I'm like, she's a warmonger. Mm -hmm. She's horrible. People, don't support Nikki Haley. If on that alone, I would just like some to of say, the stuff she has said, I'm just like, are you a real person even? Yeah, and that you should have to be... Not verified, but all your real information should be on social media. What? She's a lunatic. Kick rocks, Nikki Haley. First of all, kill all the keyboard warriors that build themselves up on that. Yeah. I just got to say, I was the first one on the boat years ago when people were all pro Nikki Haley. I said, no, 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 no. Rhino. Not the From answer. the core, yeah. WEF. It sits on boards of defense contractors. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Glorifying God. We must continue to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Continue to push forward in everything we do. Be those shepherds. Tell it around the world. Well, they probably didn't go around the world. But let the world know who the Savior is. As, as we take this season to remember the birth of our Savior. I did hear someone preach recently. You don't get the cross without the Christ, right? Yeah, who was that? Yeah, I don't know. Oh. It's true. I must have been asleep. Yeah. <laughs> to me, the the more I go down this walk with, with Christ, the more, to me, Resurrection Day is my favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. You know, take the bunny and the eggs and all that out of it. Yeah, because it really has nothing to do with anything. That's the day our Savior kicked open that tomb, walked out of it, right? And said, I conquered death. I conquered hell. Mm -hmm. To me, that's where our power lies, is in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But guess what? You don't get that resurrection of Christ without the birth. Yep. The infinite becoming the infant, coming down, 
not just putting on our, our flesh. He knows what it's like to walk around in our body. Mm-hmm. He knows the temptations that are out there. Mm-hmm. But he put on our feelings. Yep. You know, I can't say it enough that Jesus wept. Mm-hmm. Right? He got sad. He got angry. He had a sense of humor, too. So many things when the disciples are asking him stuff. Probably. <laughs> I can feel it. As one sarcastic guy to another, <laughs> I can I can sense, even in King James, the sarcasm in Jesus' voice, right? Mm-hmm. So he knew all of that. Mm-hmm. You know? He lived a sinless life. That's something we will never know. Yeah. We were born into, the, in our, into our sin. We were children of our father, the devil. Mm-hmm. But he made a way. He came down, lived that life, just 33 years, right? Mm-hmm. And look at the impact. You know, good, bad, whatever you want to think your life is today. If you've given your life to Christ, if you admitted that you're a sinner, that you know that he died for your sins, my sins, not trying to mm-hmm. point fingers. Our sins. Our sin. He mm. died for our sin. Mm. Never forget that part either. It's just singular. Mm-hmm. One of them sent you to hell, and he died for all of them. Mm-hmm. The impact that he's had in your life. 2,024 years later. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. I tried to get into this like timeline stuff. You know, They say maybe Jesus was born at 4 B.C., yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a new one to me. When you were talking about that the other day, I'd never heard that before. Well, how about this? We read everything, and you know, to me, there's the birth of Christ, and it's like negative numbers. Yeah. So if you look at you know King, was it Cyrus mm-hmm. ruled from five sixty or five eighty six to five sixty mm-hmm. BC? Like the numbers get smaller. Yeah. You think they didn't think of it that back? Like no, it just finally didn't. hit me. It was like. Oh yeah, they probably had a different numbering. They yeah. didn't. They they weren't counting down. <laughs> also, how was Jesus born four years before Christ? <laughs> That's what BC is. Yeah, it, it. You know, we're looking at different calendars, and I'm sure it's just a number thing. The it's the not... Jewish calendar had 28 days in a month. 300. Yep, 360 days a year makes more sense than anything ever. Yeah. I don't know why we're not on that timeline. I know. 28 days, four weeks. It just makes everything so much easier. Yeah. Such a beautiful round numbers. I'm going to blame the communists. You know, I just almost sounded like Donald Trump. Because you said beautiful? Yeah. Sick. It's fantastic. It's beautiful. I'm going to blame the communists. Yeah, why and not? And the Illuminati as well. Well. For, for this screwed up calendar system we have. I fully do blame the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. We blame them for a, a lot joke. on this show. <laughs> hey. I hope this season you get together with family, you've read the Christmas story, and that you can throw some hope back into your life. Mm -hmm. Because once again, the infinite became an infant, Mm -hmm. live sinless, and die for us. Mm -hmm. Becky, I thank you for your help today. Mm -hmm. I hope that our ramblings touched you in some way. (laughs) Until next time, for Becky, I'm Matt. Remember, be sober, be vigilant. Goodbye. To the old me. God made me anew. And I'm so grateful. I'm lucky I'm even in the room. I know they want to kill kids in the room.